0: Advancing innovative research, academic excellence, and family-centered care to transform outcomes for children around the world. Children's Mercy Kansas City presents the audio interview series, Transformational Pediatrics, with host Dr. Michael Smith.
1: Our topic today is adolescent idiopathic scoliosis protocol. My guest is Bobby Carter. Miss Cotter is the co-department director for the Orthopedic Unit at Children's Mercy Kansas City. Ms. Carter, welcome to the show.
0: Thanks for having me.
1: So what exactly is the Adolescent Idiopathic Scoliosis Protocol and, and why was it developed?
0: So the um, Adolescent Idiopathic Scoliosis Protocol was um, developed because back in 2012 we were noticing that we were having a lot of our um, spine surgeries canceled due to not having a bed in the ICU. Traditionally, any time a patient had a spinal fusion, they stayed at least one night in the ICU. Um, they're they're long surgeries and they look, require a lot of um, monitoring. So it was kind of a heavy burden on the families and the staff to get to have one that was canceled. Um, so we were we intended to. Um, do this to re- reduce the number
1: of cancellations. And so, yeah, I'm looking at some of the statistics here, um, Ms. Cotter. It looks like, mm-hmm. I guess, on one particular day in 2012, there were 22 of these surgeries that had to be rescheduled. Was that throughout 2012, or was that, that in, in one in one day?
0: That was... The year of 2012 there were 22 cancellations due to not
1: having and that's in and that's a big that's a big deal right miss i mean this is as you mentioned you know you know there's a lot of preparation by the doctors the patients the families and so to cancel these these you know in-depth surgeries is is definitely not um is not good for for anyone involved in this case right so that's that's really where this protocol comes from correct
0: Correct. Yeah. Um, there's. Whenever surgery is canceled, that's a lot of cost to the hospital and a lot of hardship on the families.
1: So talk about the implementation then of, of this protocol. I mean, where how was it developed and, and how has it been activated at Children's Mercy?
0: So we got a um, group of multidisciplinary people together. There were um, nurses, hospitalists, orthopedic residents, APRNs, Um, We included the PICU and the OR and the PACU, um, anesthesiology and administration were all involved, Um, and we kind of worked together deciding what it was we would need to create, Um, so there were some guidelines created where we, um, like, what would happen each day once these kids made it to the floor. Um, we kind of streamlined what our surgeons do. We have three um, spine surgeons, and so we, we made sure that their, their post-operative paths were the same or close to the same. Um, we developed a power plan for our charting system and then um, included the hospitalist routinely. These kids were not seen by the hospitalists. So we involved them just because they're a little more medically complex that first day. And um, then on the floor, really, we did a lot of um, teaching and education of the nurses. We sent nurses to watch the spine surgeries and then to go to the, the ICU afterwards so that they could actually see how the patients were taken care of and what they went through during the surgery.
1: Lots of people involved. Yes. Right, lots of uh, different specialists, different, um, you know, hospital personnel. How was this, how was it accepted, this protocol? But were people understanding the importance of it? Uh, have they bought into this? Um, what And what impact is, has it had on, on care of these patients?
0: I think it was really well accepted. Um, we, the nurses love taking the patients, and um, the doctors are, we have had zero cancellations in the last, Um, three years. It was implemented in 2013 in March, and we have had no surgeries that were canceled due to lack of ICU beds. And kind of as a um, side note, we've noticed that our length of stay has also decreased. In 2013, we had an average length of stay of 5.36 days, and um, in 2015, that had gone down to 4.53 days.
1: That's pretty. Now, that's it's incredibly significant and a great outcome. Interestingly, reading about this protocol, Miss Carter, I came across something that um, is, is more of a subjective um, analysis of it all, but I think it's really important because it says that there was a renewed joy for family and staff nurses empowered to transform the lives of these patients. That sounds really nice. Can you talk into that a little bit?
0: Um, sure. I think just because we know that, you know, they're not having to, to be delayed in, on their surgeries due to not having beds and that we can actually start taking care of them right away after surgery, that it it just makes a better um, connection with the families and they're not going to one unit and, and doing something there and then coming to another unit and everything kind of changing. I and mean, then we were fi- finding that that happened a little bit, like, the ICU would say, oh, you can eat, and then we'd come and say, no, you can't eat yet. Um, so I think it's just, it's really had um, a great impact on patient satisfaction and, and nursing satisfaction.
1: So what where, what do you see as the future of this type of protocol? Are are Is Children's Mercy planning on teaching other hospitals, community centers that, that do these Um, in-depth surgeries? Is this something you see growing throughout the country? Um, What's the future of the protocol?
0: I definitely think I see it growing. There are already a few hospitals that do it, and um, when we implemented it, we had help from them, Um, and I definitely see it growing here at Children's Mercy. I think um, there are all kinds of kids that have spinal fusions. We have some neuromuscular kids, and um, some more complex kids that get them, and I definitely see those being um, a part of the program in the future.
1: Well, Miss Carter, I want to thank you for the the work that you're doing. Um, you know, at Children's Mercy and with this protocol, it's obviously had a major impact. And I want to thank you for coming on this show. You're listening to Transformational Pediatrics with Children's Mercy Kansas City. For more information, you go to childrensmercy.org. That's childrensmercy.org. I'm Dr. Michael Smith. Thanks for listening.